Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Amen. Amen. Recorded live. Well, praise the Lord. This is your apostle Keith Brooks. We bless you in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hey, beloved, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Beloved, we're not promised on tomorrow, but we know we have this one today so far. Thank God for it. Lord, to give him praise and thanks and honor and glory. We thank God for all of you that are pressed your way on the line. And we thank God for Jesus Christ, the hope of glory. I want to go to the throne of grace while you go to your heart and talk to your God and your Father. We thank God for prayer because without it, our faith is weak. Listen, prayer is what strengthens the life of your faith. Let's learn to pray more. Father, in the precious and holy and righteous name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as again, we thank you for another day, another opportunity to share your goodness and your mercy and your love with your people. God, we thank you for all that you have done, what you're doing, and what you're going to do. God, we thank you most of all for your son, Jesus Christ, who died and rose from the grave, that we may have life and life more abundantly. Now, God, cover us in your blood. Fill my mouth with blood. I may speak life and strength to your people. The holy and righteous name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. All of the hearts of God's people shout it, amen. Hey, beloved, listen, I want to go to the Hebrew writer, chapter 13, or chapter 12. We're going to share the word of the Lord for you. I want you to understand who we are and why this is a personal thing. God has taken it real personal. When God created man, beloved, he had a special choice for him, and a special task. He's the apple of God's eye. He was actually God's masterpiece. God created the angels in the spirit world. He created them to worship him. When he created the universe and the world and the earth and plants and animals, he created that for man. Listen, but when God created man, he created himself a masterpiece for himself. Beloved, our job was to show the nature, the characteristic of God. It was to show the affection of who God really is in the earth. So let's go to the Word of God, chapter 12, the book of Hebrews. We'll begin around verse number 3. Here's what the Word of the Lord said. For consider him that endures such contradiction of sinners against himself. Lesson, you be weary and faint in your mind. You have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. And you have forgotten the exaltation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him, whom the Lord loveth, chases and scorn every son whom he receives. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? Verse number 8. But if ye be without chastisement, wherefore 
all are partakers, then you are bastards. Bastards. Listen to what God says. Illegitimate sons, not part of the covenant, and not sons. Wherefore, we have had fathers of our flesh, which corrects us, and we gave them respect or reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjective to the Father of the Spirit and live? I want to talk to you concerning it is a personal thing. It is personal with God. When God created us, beloved, he created us with a purpose. The purpose of mankind was to serve him, to obey him, and to show his character in the earth. When man rebelled against God, he turned to his own self-destruction. He turned to his own lordship, if you will, and was telling God in one instant, I got this. I don't need you any longer to tell me what to do. Remember what the word of God said in the book of Genesis? The counselor said, man has become as one of us, knowing good and evil. Now man's life took another turn. It took a turn without God. Instead of being God conscious, he became more self-conscious. Beloved, here's what God steps in to try to rule men back onto the throne or to the right road so that he could be called and used for the purpose of which he was created. He was not created to love himself. He was created to love God. And when we turn to our self-love, that causes pride, causes arrogance. Here the writer began to tell us, we must learn to deal with the chastisement of the chastening of the Lord. Whomsoever the Lord loveth, he chases. In other words, God deals with us as sons. And when we're out of line, God deals with us uh, in a manner to help us to understand that his love for us is to chastise us. I remember coming up and my mother would chastise me. She would say, I love you. This is the reason why I'm whipping you. And I could not figure that out for the life of me because uh, if you love me, why are you inflicting pain on me? Well, pain had a way in my seat of do-good to help me to learn how to be better. Well, here's what the Lord is saying in the writer. He's telling us we need to learn to endure the chastening of the Lord. As we have our fleshly fathers, uh, and we reverence them because uh, of the chastisement that they have given us, uh, we respect them to the utmost. Uh, he said, shall not we be subjected unto the Father of the Spirit and live? Uh, in other words, when God began to chastise us um, and correct us, we need to take correction uh, in our spirit mind uh, and obey him uh, like unto our fleshly fathers. Uh, oh, beloved, if you look throughout the entire our holy scriptures, uh, you'll find that God loved those uh, that he really cared for. He chastened them. Uh, he chastised them. Uh, one comes to my mind now, and it makes no sense to you and I how God separated Joseph uh, from his entire family. But God had a love for Joseph, uh, and Joseph was not only there to be a son, uh, he was there to be a type of of Jesus Christ uh, that was separated from his brother. 
brother rings up. But he was sat there in prison. He was sat there in scorning him, but he endured it into the end. But in the end, after going through prison, Joseph sat in the very throne room. So what God is trying to tell us today, this is a personal thing. When I chastise you or I chasten you or I get you into correction, I'm not doing it because I hate you. I'm doing it because I love you. And I have a purpose for your life. When God created man, he had one of the highest expectations for man that he would be his masterpiece. Oh, yes, beloved. We are the masterpiece of God. And when we turn from those things, we're rebelling against God. God has to chasten us. Even have to chastise us. He has to draw us back by correction. Sometimes by a whipping. Sometimes by a rebuke. Sometimes he just won't answer you. Have you ever had your parents uh, won't answer you when you're asking them a question? Uh, well, beloved, God does that as well. Uh, Sometimes he won't answer you. But I recall in the word of God uh, in First Corinthians that the Bible says um, that every promise in him is yea and amen. Uh, some things I don't have to ask because uh, my daddy have already told me. Uh, well, beloved, I'm excited because uh, I understand that this is a personal thing. Uh, when God began to put pressure on you and I, he's saying that he loves us. It may not seem like it at the time, but yes, beloved, you can throw your hands up and give God the best praise. Why? Because he loves you. Anytime you're going through anything, you can stop for a moment and give him some praise. I hear the Lord saying, what about the three Hebrew boys? I did not despise them. I loved them. And they stood strong for me. They wouldn't bend. They wouldn't bow. Neither would they break to the king. You may throw us in a fire furnace. That's enduring. And that's standing for the Lord. How many of you all have been chastened by the Lord? Have been through all kind of hell. But you're yet standing. You ought to give God a praise. That tells you you're made of something. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. Yes, beloved, you ought to be excited that the Lord chasing you. You ought to be excited that the Lord put pressure on you. You ought to be excited. Things don't always go smoothly. But, beloved, when you understand how God began to exalt you, he that humble himself shall the Lord exalt. But he that exalts himself, the Lord shall make him a base. In other words, I got to get the foolishness out of you. I got to get pride out of you. I have to correct you in every manner of way that I possibly can to get you to understand that you are my sons and daughters. Here's the thing about it, beloved. When God created a man, he created him with a sense of urgency to worship him and to adore him. But God's main objective was to have fellowship with man. He had angels that would worship him. That's why the Bible said he walked in the cool of the evening and visited Adam every day. He wanted fellowship. When God cannot get fellowship from us, he loved, he would chasten us. Then he would chastise us. He'll rebuke you. But he'll bring you into correction as a father has done every one of us. 
Any father that would not correct his children are raising bastards. They're illegitimate to God. But any father that loves sons and daughters, not spare the rod would need to be. The Bible said the rod would drive foolishness out of a child's heart. When God chastens or chastises us, it's to drive the foolishness out of our hearts. Man's objective is to have fellowship. When you correct your sons and daughters, they love you more than when you're trying to be friends. They don't need a friend, they need a parent. They need correction. But when the parent is trying to be the friend, there is no correction. Writer tells us, endure it. But we have not yet resisted unto blood, meaning that God have not called upon you and I to die for sinners. But he dies so that you and I may live. He dies so he may correct us and we may be greater sons and daughters in the kingdom. Hey, beloved, understand this is personal. It's not just because of something. No, no, God is saying, I'm bringing you into fellowship and I correct you. Understand the correction of the Lord. And don't grow weary because he corrects you. We'll say this, beloved, and we're through. I caught up with it every day. Not because I was achieved as a bad I just wanted to play. Sometimes my brothers, my siblings didn't want to play. So I would get in trouble. Sometimes others don't want to be dealt with. Walk along with God. Where are you going, Apostle? Listen. But from those chastisements, I learned a greater thought about life. I learned how to endure a lot of things. It was some discipline out of it. God is saying the same thing. Who much was given, much is required. To whom much given, your fight is greater. And sometimes we can't see it, so God has to discipline and chasing you and put you back in correction. Understand the task, beloved. Sons and daughters, you will call for fellowship with God. We don't bring fellowship. He brings discipline. Because God's desire is to have sons and daughters to walk with him. Show his character, his nature upon the earth. So this is a personal thing. It's not about my mother, my brother, my sister, my father. It's about me, oh Lord. Stands in the need. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks, and I want you to get this thing because guess what? We can't look around to others for our salvation strength. We look to Jesus. We can't depend on others. Every man, woman, boy, girl have their own tasks, have their own assignment from God. You can't copy off of someone else's people in this task. Because the answer you may write from your husband or your wife is the wrong one. You've got to do it for yourself. It's personal. 
God requires every one of us to understand that. Hey, till next week, tell a neighbor friend, get on the prayer lines. God's talking. It's a personal thing. Let's endure it. Don't grow weary. Don't grow weary in your mind. Keep your mind strong by the word of God. Stay in praise continuously. Give us thanksgiving. And I guarantee you, beloved, you'll win the prize. God bless you. We'll talk with you next week. Tell a neighbor, friend, this is your apostle Keith Brooks. Get up. Get out the bed. Let's talk to God. Let's have some fellowship with him. Let's love one another. Pray for one another. Pray for your leaders. Have a blessed weekend. Have a blessed day. Remember, this is about you and God. No one else. It's personal. God bless you. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.